0: You're listening to The Times. Go to thetimes.co.uk Every goal, every game, everywhere. The Times and the Sunday Times. Now with goals. Hello and welcome to The Game, the football podcast from The Times. The very first edition of the 2014-15 season. I'm Rory Smith, standing in for Gabriele Marcotti, as he is still sunning himself somewhere Exotic. Uh, in the studio this week, we have Tony Castorino, Gary Jacob and Julien Laurent, who's French. Let's start off, actually, by uh, finding out what you've all done this summer. Tony, how was the World Cup for you? Loved it. Probably saw two of the
1: most incredible games in any World Cup. England Obviously, against Costa Rica. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, the Spain-Holland game. The early part of the tournament I just thought was incredible where Spain took the lead, could have gone 2-0 and ended up losing 5-1. And then the obvious one, the, the, the Brazil game against Germany, which probably will top the all-time list of most amazing games that I've ever seen um, so yeah enjoyed it loved it
2: and then sort of chilled out and waited for what we've got coming now the Premiership Excellent Gary similarly excited similarly excited for the start of the Premier League yep um, spent the summer just watching it here while you boys are out there enjoying yourselves <laughs> <laughs> don't want to get the dig in now and um, yeah bit of a disappointment some of, the, some of the bigger players didn't quite perform perhaps as they, as they could have done and um, so perhaps uh, watching Brazil was a bit disappointing towards the end but yeah, apart from that very enjoyable And Jules we've just been saying that, that France kind of bottled it a little bit in the quarterfinals, didn't they? Yeah
3: a little bit too much respect towards Germany I think we, we could have pushed them a bit more I think we lacked a bit of experience we saw that on the good, we considered however it's a very good platform to work on forward towards the Euros which would we'll be at home and which I think Giving this year, this team two more years would have a great chance to win.
0: And we're all we're all agreed that Lionel Messi was was the best player at the tournament. yep <laughs> no doubt Yeah, absolutely. Good. Look on by Giroud. That's Ramsey on the far side. Back into Giroud. Holds off his marker. Lets it run across. him, hits it with his left foot and finds the top right-hand corner. And Giroud making an impact after coming on the substitute. Fantastic strike. Uh, Right, let's move on to the Community Shield, which uh, happened on Sunday. Arsenal winning 3-0 in a game that matters if you win it, but doesn't
3: if you lose it. They were quite good, weren't they, Jules? I thought they were really good. That first half was brilliant. I think Manchester City were still in Manchester, and they didn't really turn up. I don't think they were that bothered, to be fair. Yaya Toure was, was, was was just not there, which is a bit hard to understand. However, I think credit has to go to Arsenal for the way they set up the game, the way they took control of the game, the way they they, they played, in, especially in that first half. I thought they had some great individual performances as well, but overall, as a team, I think it was very, very promising. Tony, it it looks now. There's a lot
0: of real sort of sense of momentum around Arsenal, isn't there? They they seem to have a bit of positivity. They've won two trophies in a row. They're a machine.
1: Mm-hmm. Added a bit of pace. You know, obviously Sanchez coming in and. Uh... I just felt that it it was easy to play against City (laughs) yesterday because I know City didn't get him a what a birthday card or a cake, but they must have bought him fifty Yaya (laughs) Touri because he's at the lot. They were, I (laughs) thought, it's most embarrassing I've seen Mm. performance. It was absolutely disgusting. He's turned up and not even raised a leg, and he looked out of sorts. I mean, I was saying to Gary before we came on that, you know, how can a group of so many players come back a week before or two weeks before the start of a premiership? Yes, they played World Cups and some of them didn't play the finals. You've got to be back earlier, even if that means a shorter holiday. I just didn't get City at all. And look, Arsenal weren't tested at all. We didn't learn anything about them because one thing we've always known about Arsenal is certainly with Wenger's teams in recent years is when they come up against sides that are very well drilled and organised, they found it difficult Mm. and that was not what City could do yesterday but c- certainly going forward Arsenal look a far more accomplished and a lot more speedy approach and get Walcott back in a month be another bonus for them
0: Gary you were, you, you, you were there with me yeah
2: you... I think I think we were both saying in, the, in in the first half, perhaps they didn't get Sanchez on the ball mm. enough early on, and he seemed to be stuck on the right wing, and and perhaps they could have they need to learn that to get him involved a lot more. And I think when they towards the end of the first half they did get him involved a lot more. But perhaps one thing about him, I thought he wasn't selfish enough yesterday. There's a few times he had opportunities and he looked to pass, and perhaps instead of just taking it on his own and having a go. and he he, he was almost kind of too unselfish
0: we've been playing Um, with with Lionel Messi so he's not allowed to shoot
2: well now he's got (laughs) uh, Sonogo so So, I'm sure he'll be happy with that I think Um, yesterday
3: is a prime example of if Alexi had started up front on his own he would have scored a heart track there was yeah. so much space for him yeah. and City were so all over the place. Mm. And I do believe that his best position is is on his own up front. Maybe not in a massive physical game away from home in December at Stoke yeah. City. But in a game like that, I think he would have yeah. run riot into that yeah. City defence. Especially with the type of
1: midfielders that, that Arsenal had, You know, that little, that direct 10-yard ball that can split a back four. I think he would really shine. I mean, City left a lot of people out. You know, let's face it. The people like company leaders and Silvers—they're they're main players for them.
0: They did, but yeah. a lot—a lot's been made of, of City's strength in depth, and the, the, the sort of the, yeah. the received yeah. wisdom is that City got the best squad in the league. Now, looking at it yesterday, there were a lot of players missing. There were sort of between sort of five and eight, eight, nine, or ten first teamers missing. But looking at it yesterday, a lot of that second string didn't look didn't look up to that much. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I think it stinks of a. A club that have had a very low,
1: laid back approach to this particular game and pre season. There's one thing turning up, and you know you're not quite right and a little, maybe a little bit disorganised. But some of them looked unfit. They didn't look right physically. That's another problem. Now, before a game like the Charity Shield, you had build up in the local paper in Manchester, mm. and the, fan, the fans didn't seem bothered. The fans didn't seem bothered. The manager didn't seem overly bothered. The players certainly weren't, and especially Yoturi weren't. That's a bad sign. That's not a good thing to have, even leading into the season. And they only last year, when, they, when push comes to shove, they did turn up. But when they looked like they'd thrown away their premiership and it seemed overly bothered, they were given a chance and they took it. I don't think they'll get away with that this year.
0: Gary, on, in terms of City, where, where do you think they stand? As the, the contrast with Arsenal was quite interesting. That they, the Arsenal have kind of had this. They spent sixty million twit or something this summer. They, they seem to have this momentum behind them. City, for various reasons, have had to kind of stand still a little bit.
2: I mean, they are obviously going to buy a centre back, and that's obviously where they're, where they're short. And and it's hard to read too much into this game because it, it, it is just a friendly. I and mean, I think what you said is right, Rory. What you learnt as a second string perhaps aren't quite as. As good as they should be, I think. You in centre back, Nastasic. The they might sell, isn't perhaps as good as he as he could. And they've had problems there in centre back in, in recent years. They bought quite a few, they haven't quite worked out. They bought holding midfield players. Have looked at a few, haven't quite worked out. And and perhaps that kind of that was kind of evident. Beato wasn't brilliant. He was a bit weak in some of the challenges. Um, Clichy was given the ball away, and there's no excuse for Clichy really. He should have been. There um, were two actually, Ge- just before Ge- the. Um, but, 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 I mean, the Gek- goal. looked like he was, he, w- he was up for it in, yeah. in stages, but he had no service at all. And the goalkeeper thing was obviously what you're going to come on to, which is the interesting thing. Well, part, yeah, who, we, who do we think is first choice at Man City now?
1: Me, definitely Hart. I, I can't see it, but it, the, I, that's how I see it, but I'm getting to read that more and more that maybe he's not going to be. That's quite surprising
3: to me. For me, it's obvious, Caballero. There's no doubt about that. Him. It's like, it's like your, your dad has a company, you work for another company, and then your dad says, oh, come and work with me. Yeah. Ex- the Pellegrini yeah. and Caballero have an amazing yeah. relationship. That's what I'm <laughs> alluding to, what I'm reading. Yeah. You know, and yeah.
1: and to, 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 to be fair, you, know, you think that Hart last year had a really poor time, didn't he? Cardiff away, Villa mm. away, Chelsea, go, go, mm. cost goals. He got left out, he came back in and done brilliant. And, and and maybe that disharmony what we're sort of lo- looking at with maybe like Yaya Toure a bit and then you're finding Hart might think he's now under threat of not playing that it did stink of a little bit of a problem at City it really does well it, I mean, the, it's, the it's a lot of
2: money to play for a, for, a, for a number two goalkeeper who's going to sit on the bench
0: well they kind of had the perfect number two goalkeeper in Pantelemon, didn't they he was kind yeah. of he was alright mm. and he was happy being a
2: number two <laughs> and and it's interesting you look at what's happened the goalkeeper position this summer was that Liverpool were going to sign Vorm? But didn't sign him because they didn't think they were going to get rid of Reina. And Vaughan wouldn't be a number two necessarily. Spurs he is is he a number two? He's probably better than a number two. Arsenal have got a, a, a new bought a new oh. goalkeeper this summer, being Who's probably not going to be a number two, is it? And it's interesting. this it? sort of the goalkeeper situation where. Manager's authority. Well, I'm not really sure about that. No, I'm actually going to make this a position where maybe I haven't got a number one. But it's maybe. hard with goalkeepers. So Chelsea,
1: Chelsea, in Chelsea but it's, yeah. It is hard
0: with goalkeepers because yeah. some keepers have to be. They they have to kind of know. You'll know yeah. this. They have to know they're the number one. They they feel they have to know they're going to play. Whereas other goalkeepers respond quite well to the pressure of having absolutely. someone pushing them, so it's absolutely it's really I, I find them fascinating. I find reserved goalkeepers really interesting.
1: Well, I I found that many goalkeepers insecurity is a real big thing because it is only down to one position, isn't it? For mm. them, they've only it's not like a centre forward. There might be two choices, and you can play a different way mm. with a keeper. You're either in or you're out, mm. and a lot of them are very insecure and they're very sensitive about you know the number two.
2: I've always said the maddest people I've met in football have always been goalkeepers. Who who's called? Do you think it will be? Do you think it was Pellegrini's or do you think someone like Company will step forward and say, "Look, I actually I prefer playing in front of this type of player because because mm, he does he does a certain type of thing as the goalkeeper." W- well, I, th- I guess it
0: has to be or well, Pellegrini will make the choice. Cool, I guess, but, but it. it, it to, to get to that stage, he has to give Caballero a chance, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. He's got to say, right, we've seen what Joe Hart can do with Kompany with and I mean, I guess bringing in Mangala is an ex- mm. extra sort of complicating factor.
1: Well, the only way you change it as a manager is if results and performances are not good enough and you have to change. He can't sit on the bench at City. You know, he's no. he's performed for England, he's, he's proved he's number one, he bounced back from a really bad period brilliantly, won the title and then he's been left out. He cannot, he cannot
3: take that. What's worrying for him though is where, where would he go? Mm. Well, there's absolutely. no big club to So you, the, one, you, the,
0: you, the one that looked to him was Real Madrid but they've obviously signed Taylor Navas now so they're, they're, they're out of it. There's, there is nowhere else to go. Mm.
3: There's no other big club.
0: You, as a player, you, th- you
1: might think oh, there's
2: nowhere to go but you ain't going to sit there and think oh, I've got nowhere to go here. Well, that's well, even worse. Well, I think there might be some. I mean, it won't necessarily go there, but I think there's, there will be a vacancy at Liverpool sooner than later.
0: I just want to ask one
2: Julian one question because there's links to, to the uh, the moneyed
0: French club Paris Saint Germain. Ah. Um, you looked at the kind of the Toure incident, and we're talking about Joe Hart, and it looked yesterday, and I'm not not for a minute alleging anything about Manchester City. It, it looked yesterday like none of the players were that bothered. Mm. The Man City players weren't that bothered. It's quite hard to engender that spirit that you get at. At clubs where maybe a generation of players have come through together, not necessarily from the academy, but they kind of come through over the course of three, four, or five years together, mm-hmm. building towards something. With City and PSG, is that that is that the final kind of thing that they that, that they struggle to to find? Is that
3: kind of sense that those games really matter? The, the point they've got in common as well is the lack of French players in the PSG dressing room and English players in the in the City dressing room. And I think you know, a player like Julian Lescott. He didn't play much Mm. It's true He was probably not good enough You know To to play every game For them In the Champions League And in the league But he was a very important player In the Mm -hmm. dressing room He was Mm. English And he gathered everybody together Mm. You know And and let him go Or he Mm. wanted to go For obvious reasons Because he was not playing enough But I think you lose a lot you know, no. and, and more, more off the pitch than on the pitch, I get that. But in terms of getting the players pumped up for a game like yesterday, mm. you know, getting the guys together, I don't know, to go and have a meal together or something like that, yeah. those players are very important. And, and PSG are lacking some of them as well. And mm. I think at some point, Pellegrini well, would have to be, to be very careful that the, sp- the Spanish talking, for example, are not always just together, that, mm. that, that the, the team can gel.
1: Well, th- think about it. What you're doing, you're enticing players, big name players. Look where it started with City, Tevez. What did they entice him with? A shed load of money. Just keep throwing money. He kept saying no to Man United. He was there. He didn't want to go there. Kept money, money, money. So they enticed him with money as the, the number one factor for him to go there. So he goes there. And so what you create is then you get a number of players who are being bought to City to come because of the huge wages you can get. So if you can't create a hunger within the group and a desire, People like Company, that we know we're guaranteed that, aren't we? Mm. It's mm. not about money, it's about performance, and it, the money comes as well. But you have certain players at clubs like PSG, like Man City, if it slightly goes over the edge, if water starts dropping out the glass and people start, fractions start to happen, it can turn into a real disaster. Well, you've
0: got yeah. people like Company like and Zabaleta, I yes, think. Like yeah. well. Zabaleta. Zabaleta a great example yeah. of a player, it means more to him than yeah. he, the club means something to him. But you look at Torre wanted to go this summer, couldn't go yeah. anywhere. Aguero, it's probably fair to say that he would leap at the chance to sign for Real Madrid as soon, as, mm. as soon if that chance came yes. up, he would go mm. you, wonder about, you wonder occasionally about David Silva as well whether Silva would, would go Good to Barcelona if, yeah. if, if, mm. if, if, if the chance came up That, after a while, that does kind of seep into the consciousness of the club and you're bringing in players like
1: Sanya, who's turned down to Arsenal mm. who's gone there purely for more money Good. Yeah, it's obvious this, he's but gone I, there I for there's more some, money
3: there's something very interesting Wenger said on yeah. Thursday, he mm. said the good thing about signing young English players is that they probably mm. can stay their whole career yeah, at your English yeah. club and it's very rare to see, well sometimes you see but at least in the top four to see an English, a young English player, you know, you, you can't see Wilshire one day playing for Manchester City for example, no. you, know, you, you probably can see him playing all his career at Arsenal, maybe Callum Chambers would be the same. Yeah. Foreign players are different. Mm. You know, like Ravi said, they probably at some point think, oh, let's go home. You know, we've got, it's raining all the time in Manchester. <laughs> you know, it's Barcelona, it's, Real Madrid, it's this, it's that, yeah. my wife would be happier there. Whatever. And there's that tendency, obviously, yeah, that you don't mm. find with English players. You, you mentioned just about... Uh, Chambers, what do you think
0: of him, him Rory? Aside? I thought there was, one, there was one point that we both noticed where Dzeko where <laughs> burned him off, which I've never <laughs> seen Ed and do to son. anybody. <laughs> but I thought, I thought Chambers played very well. I thought, yeah. I thought certainly out of him and Debushi, he looked the more assured. I think it's odd that a, um, a full French international uh, could cost £10 million and someone who's played 23 first-team games for Southampton might cost, what was it, £16, 16 million. 16, yeah. I think that says a lot about how, how how valuable it has been, English. But no, I think Chambers is a he's a he's a nice lad. He's very he's very Arsenal in that sense that he's um he's an intelligent, articulate sort of person. Which a lot of their players are. I think he
2: will do. I think he'll do very, very well. What was a surprise yesterday was when Wenger came out after and said Arteta was going to be his captain, because yeah. we were led to believe it was going to be Metzacker. And I don't think Julian do I'm not sure anyone really was convinced that Arteta was going to be at Arsenal this season, apart from maybe in a squad role at best. And I certainly, but they were trying to sell him a few weeks ago, so that was interesting. The other thing is that it's clear yesterday. Wilshire was pushed forward a lot more, so it was almost like a four-one-four-one. Arteta can't play that role in front of the back four because Arsenal will just be just completely taken apart by a better team. Just three attacking players are just steamroll Arteta. So Wenger's got, he needs a holding midfield player, he needs a centre-back, and actually he probably needs a forward, really. Because Sonogo, you're never quite sure what, what's going to happen with him. The ball hits him. I don't he knows think he is. It, Yeah, I mean, his first, no, touch, his first touch can always be a pass. I don't think he knows, does he, really? No. He causes confusion because he doesn't... Um, because you never quite I don't think he knows what he's doing and is Giroud is Giroud good enough at the top level Well, you, see Perhaps, the, you know that's he made his point yesterday but is he I don't know um, to, to
0: bring it back round to where we started I would imagine as, as Jules says by the end of the season we'll be seeing Sanchez playing, uh, playing through yeah. the middle that's where he yeah. wants mm. to play yeah. Yeah. and he, he, that, that gives Arsenal a different kind of Option.
2: I, I, I think still think, we... and, Walcott being back, I think. Yeah. and 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 although everyone talks about Wenger loving pace, if you look at the last five years, Arsenal haven't really had that much pace apart mm. from Walcott. If you go back ten years, they did, and you, you can talk about that's when Patrick, they were successful. Successful was yeah. for yeah. the way Patrick brought, Patrick Vieira brought the ball out, and you had Onry, and you had the, the type of play they had. For mm. the last five years, it's been a bit. And um, tippy tappy, and a lot of in front of the, uh, in front of the other. Uh, Do you think defense. vendors realise that's not worked, and he's going back to what made him successful? I think just he, he realised he needed another dimension after last yeah. uh, last season. I think he was just mm-hmm. short of t- another dimension, really. <laughs>
0: But just a little bit on the football league, which started this weekend as well. I know Julian is a um, is a devoted fan of Colchester United. But to start off with the Championship, it's uh, it's the usual chaos, isn't it? So Huddersfield have lost their manager. Uh, Mark Robbins has gone after one game. Got loads of loads of teams who are in debt. Loads of owners and managers at at each, at each other's throats. It's the it's a, it's just vaguely chaotic the Championship at all times, isn't it? Yes, um,
1: it's been like that for a number of years. The, obviously the the, the, the gold nugget is the premiership and it and people throw everything the kitchen sink and uh to get there i remember having a i can't remember his name you'll probably tell me that bristol city chairman once said you know he'd, he'd lost 12 million in one season lonsdale didn't mind doing a couple of million and, and that's the time of bringing james and you know some mm-hmm. high wages and the risk is, is a bit too much <laughs> parachute payments and the way they use their money i i think what I mean, with well, Ross McCormack as well. I, I couldn't believe that was one of the biggest surprises in the transfer, yeah. that they paid £12 million for him, for, for Fulham. I was just amazed. You know? And I think the Championship is, has so many contradictions within it, but I still enjoy it. I do enjoy it. Leeds is a problem. Mm. And I felt, we felt for Robbins yesterday. I mean, the lad he had at Coventry, hardly played, can some back, sometimes come and haunt you, ends up getting a couple of goals for Bournemouth. Uh, against his team, you know, so it's, it's, it's a real strange league, and all season we'll be coming up with something from every week in the in the championship.
2: Is anyone anyone you fancy team team wise, player wise, anyone to look out for? I fancy Derby. I haven't seen them last year. I thought they played some excellent mm. football and I think they've, they're have they unlucky with Thorne's injury. They bought him. He was their big buy and he's got injured. Um, but I think I, mean, I certainly fancy them. Um, I think it was interesting to look at the Fulham. Although Fulham have spent lots of money on McCormack, R- you look at the rest of their team, you think they're barely recognisable from the team they had last year. So they're going to be an interesting... Ca- it, 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 I think it's one of those things that people assume just because you've got lots of money in the parachute payment you're bound to come up but the stats actually show that's not true And 17 of the 64 teams that have gone down over the last 21 years have come back at the first time of asking so a lot find it very difficult to make that adjustment It's two of, the, two of the last nine as well Yeah, yeah. and I think I think what the other teams say is that over the period of the parachute payments you're more likely to come up than, than not but that first year is quite difficult to adjust and, and certainly if you look at the t- Leicester came up I mean, they narrowly really lost out the year before and, uh, and Burnley and they weren't well, There's uh, an adjustment isn't it, it because yeah. the,
1: the wages thing can be a problem the I wages think you know, first, when it, you it happened mentality. a few years gone back, going back white players were still on the same wages yeah. mm. now clubs are having to adjust if they have failure so it is slightly different. Clubs are learning, strangely. When well, you look at Fulham,
0: they've, they've they've sold loads of players, and I mean, I watched the, the the last sort of twenty minutes of their They lost the whip switch, but mm. uh, Patrick Roberts, who came on, the the, going to be the little winner is a yeah. looks a player. Yeah, he yeah. And Heimer as well, the midfielder, looks yeah. useful as well. I mean,
2: obviously they've got a lot of good youth players coming through there, and you know, but. It's, yeah, it's a big ask asking them to come through a championship which is quite a, a sort of tough rugged division to kind of bring them out was, you know Leicester aren't an attractive team and they play a certain style and, and and they came up because of that so it's it's quite a tough ask I mean Cardiff will be interesting really what happens with Scott because it's a basket case of a club you know they've obviously you know if he starts to lose a few games, you, you kind of wonder what will happen there. And Bournemouth yeah. as well are an interesting, interesting yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: I, I just, I just, I, I'm a big fan of Eddie Howe. I think he's a brilliant manager, and I think what they do at Bournemouth, um, it's, it's just brilliant. I know they've got mm. good financial backing, which is important. But just the way they do their business, the way they play as well, it was a great win for them this weekend. But I think Eddie Howe is a, is a brilliant manager. Would
1: they pay for the lad Wilson? Is it three million?
3: Yeah, something like you know, that's that. That's a lot of money for a club mm, that was nearly cool.
1: out of... Yeah. You know, the lad like Wilson from for
3: three million, you know, that's big money for a well, champion. They have a Russian back there, don't they? Yeah. 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 So they were, But Sammy Hippia would be interesting at yeah. Brighton as well to see. It didn't really work out for him this mm. weekend, but, mm, you know, he had first great six months with, with Bayer Leverkusen last season, and then the rest was, was a bit more difficult, but it's interesting that he joined Brighton and mm. see how he does there. It's, well, it's a very interesting league, to be fair.
0: Brighton are kind of the, the poster boys almost for it. They've... they've they're one of, of 13 Twice. teams who don't get any parachute payments mm. but they've the, they got the highest average attendance in the championship yeah, mm. the the terrible traffic at Farmer, which means <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want them to be promoted I'll go on record and say no. the traffic is so bad outside that stadium I don't want them, Brighton to be in the Premier League but they, they are the sort of side that have built sustainably they should be the, team, the sort of team we're, in, we're all encouraging yeah. if they improve their traffic
1: <laughs> to, to come up and they also have an owner in Tony Bloom that's one of the shrewdest men in mm. outside football you know that's that um, certainly knows how
2: to get things done. and uh, well, I think they'll be okay, Brian. Well, they've I knocked really on the door don't. twice. And this is an interesting year for them, isn't it? They're either going mm. to maybe do it or they're going to kind of just be a mid-table team. Yeah. It's, I think if you knock on the door a couple of times and you don't go up, players get, players get well, I want to go. You know, the mm. good ones start to kind of itch. You can keep them for... It's interesting, you look at Derby, you can keep them for one year, the, the good players. I was chatting to the, the, the CEO there, and was, you can keep them for one year, but the second year, if you don't get up, they're gonna. A few start to bang on your door. So, interesting. I mean,
1: I, I look. Kenny Jacket, Wolves, yeah. very experienced. Done done the rounds in many many capacity. Millwall. Yeah. I knew they when they'd lost yeah. a good manager when he left, and yeah. they, they come out of pride. Then you have the Blackpool situation. <laughs> I just find it yeah. incredible. Yeah. So What's yeah.
3: The the owner, not owner. You know, yeah. sure the guy. It's partly bankrupt in in Azerbaijan. It's just a complete mess. Yeah. it's crazy. It's a bonkers league. Yeah, it is.
0: It's um, but it's always exciting to watch. Let's yeah.
3: let's just let's, ju- let's just have a, a little bet from Fulham, Norwich, and Cardiff who went down. Who do you think will go up? Out of them three, I don't yeah. think any of them three any? have gone up. None, None of them. Really? No, I
2: don't think any. No. None of them. No. Really? Yeah. Mm. No, I fancy Derby. Wigan. 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 Yeah, Wigan. they're a good yeah. side. I think
1: side, there's yeah. three. Uh, there's a few clubs and like, like I go back with stability, like to Kenny Jacket's Wolves and Mick McCarthy, Ipswich. There's stability yeah. there that I'd give them a better chance.
0: Let's move to the Premier League, the most exciting league in the world, the best league in the world, the <laughs> richest league in the world. We all love it, isn't it amazing? Right. Well, basically, there's, there's no real structure to this. Uh, I want to know who, who you think is going to win it, who you think is going to be a star what we should look out for in the course of the season. Mm. Tony?
1: I I think Fabregas is going to be a star for Chelsea. I think it's the most intriguing transfer of the summer. I think if he shows anything like he was as an Arsenal player, then it's a fantastic signing for Chelsea. They'll be the best organised, without doubt. They've got the best back four. We'll have probably the best goalkeeper.
0: They might have both the best goalkeepers.
1: They will be the best at set pieces. I think a lot of teams And they're going to find out This year How difficult it is to handle The likes of Ivanovic, Terry Cahill Mm. uh, Costa You know Real handful from set pieces I think they'll be the team to beat And they're so organised And Mourinho's team Will be better Than they were
0: last year's Gary Is there pressure On Jose Mourinho This year To deliver a trophy
2: I wouldn't say there's pressure on him, but he would put the pressure on himself. I think that's yeah. that's the that's the thing. He's he, he's a guy who's won everywhere, and, and, and interestingly, he's often won in the first season. Well, he won in the first time he here at Chelsea, the first time. And this is, I think, there'll be a bit of a, a nagging thing. But I agree with with with, um, with Tony. I think they probably have got the best all-round squad. I disagree with him about Fabregas. I thought there was a comment Wenger made when. It, Fabregas was leaving Arsenal and he said that the one thing you've got to remember about Fabregas is he's a 24-year-old but with about eight or nine years worth of football in his legs. And I thought that was quite an interesting comment. It kind of told you that he's like a going on a 30-year-old because he's just had so much football from the age of 16 compared to other players. And I think perhaps whether he's not the player he, he, he was. But they're strong all over, aren't they, Chelsea? It's hard to see where... They're. Liverpool, to me, are the interesting one because they've done so well last year. If we're honest, Rogers could well have been out by Christmas had he not started well. He he, he did fantastically well in the season. He sold one place, but he's brought a bunch of other ones. And, and I think the pressure's going to be on. He's got the Champions League. He hasn't got Suarez. I think that's going to be the interesting one of how Liverpool do this year. And, and can they can they repeat what they're doing? Can they step up a level? I mean, what do you think about that? And also, this being the times, obviously, we, we don't like talking about Liverpool. No? The,
0: uh, I think the thing with Liverpool is they've done... I must have been away that week. <laughs> <laughs> they've done... <laughs> I think they've done some very sensible business, Liverpool. I think Suarez going kind of had to; it was always going to happen. But I think they've done sensible business without it being overly exciting. And you do wonder whether they there will be kind of almost a psychological hangover from losing Suarez that they were so reliant on him for for so long that they might struggle a little bit to get used to the idea that he's not there. But I always felt a little bit that he was kind of at odds with Rodgers' philosophy. That he's Rodgers wants to cherish the ball. Suarez's genius is that he's he's so careless with it. You know, mm. he constantly sort of nutmegging people, the ball ricocheting off his knee. He developed, developed, developed that trick in January where he was actually aiming for people's hands, which I've never seen before in mm. football. Won about four penalties from handball, which he was doing deliberately. So I think it might be that Liverpool become more of a Rodgers side without mm. Suarez. But whether they're as, as effective or not, I don't know. But I and, wanted and to... Also, and i so... Look, hang on. I'm in sorry, charge today. Sorry, sorry. I'm in oh. charge today. <laughs> so we're going to go back to Chelsea. I think there's, there's two oh. interesting things about that Tony, and, that Tony and Gary said that I wanted to pick up on. Me too. One is Fabregas. You mm. see, I think Fabregas is a wonderful footballer. But I think that what we saw at Barcelona is that he is not as good as the Iniestas, the Javis, and the Messi's, he's not in that class of footballer mm-hmm. and that's why he couldn't get a regular first-team place at Barcelona. Um, the other thing that I wanted to mention is, is this idea that Mourinho kind of perpetuated last season, that Chelsea weren't good enough to win the league, their squad wasn't good enough to win the league. Now to me, given that Liverpool went quite close to winning the league, with a squad that is without question inferior to Chelsea's, that was kind of a little bit of a lie from Mourinho that he got everybody to believe so to me there is pressure on Chelsea there is now no question now that they they certainly have the best first 11 Definitely. I think mm-hmm. they may well have the best squad depending on what we, what we think of City so Julian you can talk about either of
3: those points no, or anything you I, want to raise yourself yeah it's just on Fabregas my, my issue or my concern is tactically Fabregas can't defend if you play him in a 4-2-3-1 with Matic next to him he will go forward sometimes. times and I remember Wenger saying to me one day Fabregas unbalances your team if you don't play him in the right position. And the right position for him is probably behind a striker where he doesn't have to do any sort of defensive work whatsoever. If you start playing him in a position where he will have to either cover Matic when Matic goes forward, which won't happen much but still, or where he will have to have some sort of defensive discipline somehow, somewhere, I think it could be a problem.
1: I disagree, Jimmy. I'd say for why. There is a there is look, a look at, of steely determination in Tony face. If you, in you look of look at his Chelsea's face. team, you go Ashbel you go Ivanovic, you go Terry, you go Kael, you go Matic, you go Ramirez, you go William. You have got seven, maybe even eight, nine players that are fantastic without the ball and get the ball back regular. I think he will play that position just behind Costa, and I think oh, he'll, yes. I think he'll play that position, and he can say, "Do you know what? We lose the ball, we'll get it back elsewhere."
3: In that case, no problem. That, that's but that's because yeah. I play him a bit deeper. I, I don't think he'll play that position. I really don't.
1: I don't think Sorry. he'll play that deeper position because I, I, I think if you want to get the best out of Fabregas, he has to be further up the park. I agree. You know, he's, he's looked at and probably gone, I've lost Lampard, I've lost Drogba over the last few years. There's 40, 45, 50 goals there, mm-hmm. you know, from them two players. Can I get Fabregas to get 15? I think he could. And I think he might think I can get 20, 20 plus for Costa. So I think the rest of the team is going to be,
2: we'll get the ball back. I think we saying, Roy was interesting. I mean, the one thing what he didn't have last year was a striker, which he can't complain about now. Yeah, true. Which is that's probably the one thing where he was inferior to everyone else last yeah. year, not having someone who can get him twenty-five goals oh, to no, make the ch- difference. You know, be Chelsea weren't perfect last season, but I think there was the, the,
0: certainly if Liverpool could have won the title, then Chelsea could have won the title. Yeah, because yeah, Chelsea yeah, had yeah. Yeah, better. Oh, be, yeah, be the
1: last. The last three Chelsea games are two home defeats. All yeah. the last were amazing. You never would have thought that Chelsea would drop points in then mm. games. If anybody threw it more than
2: anyone away, it was Chelsea. I think. I think what's interesting still with Chelsea is Chelsea he's still got. He's got. He's over. He's got too many foreign players. He's got to kind of lose one. How? And does he now bring? An, does he still want another forward? Or what else does he still need? Or has he got enough? And will Torres stay? I mean, I think Chelsea are saying he will stay, but I think there's still a bit of murmuring. There's a bit of murmurings about whether Schürrle at the moment. You, you kind of wonder. do You think. There's still a little bit of to go with Chelsea this
1: month. The guy that's won the World Cup and had a good World Cup in Sherla we probably think he won't get in the Chelsea team. I know. If, and, yeah, uh,
2: yeah. And he's he's been over <laughs> the last week he's suddenly been linked to to, to to places, which is interesting to me. That tells me that whether he's been told something or whether he's thinking I'm not gonna get in the team and I need to kind of go about it. I mean it's always interesting when that kind of happens and you start mm. to see Links I mean he was linked to PSG wasn't he Yeah No oh, everyone's linked with Tony.
0: PSG Tony was linked with PSG the other day <laughs> <laughs> They, they Who would qu- have him They were quick to deny it Um the uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you make of Costa Cheers no right Tony you, you, you were a lumb- you were a lumbering striker what uh, do you make of the Costa
1: I'm I'm going to be very biased because I watched a lot of him in Spain and I love watching it for Athletic I thought it was fantastic and I felt it's very unfair to judge him on the Spanish performance in the World Cup because that was a team that obviously lost its edge. No real direction about how they were going to play. He was not and, fit either. No, mm. and he'd been injured to the, to the, You know, for the Champions League final. He came off. He came off in the semi-final. He didn't make it, did he? So, mm. you know, he wasn't right. I think we'll see Costa that was far closer to Atletico player.
3: The only thing, though, is that he used to bully defenders in Spain, mm. which mm. was pretty mm. easy. When he goes to Stoke and when he goes to those kind of places, and again, the cliché is in December, under the snow, whatever, mm. he would find it more difficult to bully you know, massive centre halves, unlike what he did in Spain, and I think that would be the test for him as well more than 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 some of the games. I think F-
0: Chelsea have enough bullies in their team anyway. True. F- Fernando Morientes syndrome. Players who were good. In, Oliver Behoff is the other one. Yeah. Players who were good in the air on the continent are not necessarily good in the air in Britain. It's very easy to look at a Spanish player in Italy or a player in Italy and think, God, he wins a lot of headers. I think he'll do
2: really well in England because of that.
0: Quite often it's the opposite, that that's their unique skill set abroad. We're being
2: very harsh on him. He's far but, better than that. I think uh, the other thing interesting about Chelsea is that it was clear at the end of last season that various people weren't happy at the club about the, what, the style they were playing and they wanted a more attractive style at Mourinho. I think that could be... Whether he gives it to them or how that kind of develops, I mean, you, you probably saw him far more than me, Rory. What do you think? Uh, that, you know, Eden can, Hazard. Can Eden Hazard. Yeah. 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 You know,
3: he was complained about. The, yeah. Absolutely. I think I
0: think it's interesting the, the dynamic because obviously Mourinho is Mourinho, and, and at Chelsea that's a that's a big thing. But the, Roman Abramovich hasn't changed. Roman mm. Abramovich will still is still liable to change his mind about things. He still wants attractive football. There is still that kind of desire to be aesthetically pleasing. I think a trophy might, a major trophy, a Premier League or a Champions League might might stave, stave that off for a bit. But mm. I don't think anyone should be is under the illusion that no. Jose Mourinho is going to spend the next 10 years at Chelsea.
1: Jo- look, you only have to look at history. Jose knows that if he started indifferently, he could be sacked by September. That's the reality of being the Chelsea manager. And many clubs, big clubs in Europe are the same, same vein.
0: They will do that. Um, speaking of managers... Um, the Premier League is an interesting place at the moment. You've got Mourinho, who's the kind of the big, the, the big, probably the biggest name manager in the world still. You've got Louis van Haal, who was, who was arguably the star of the World Cup, Rodgers, Pochettino, Martinez, Wenger. I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody. Who am I forgetting? Alan Pardew. <laughs> uh, the uh, all these Tony big Pulis. tactical geniuses, geniuses: Tony Pulis, <laughs> Nigel Pearson, Pellegrini. Pellegrini. That's the one. It's a manager's lead, isn't it? It's, for the first time in a long time, it's not going to be a lead that's, that's defined by who the star player is. Just there isn't really an obvious star player at the moment. There's a few candidates, but there are a lot of, of big name managers with big ideas, and that surely is good for the Premier League. Uh, you all look like you don't want to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Julian? Yeah, no,
3: I think it's brilliant. Only, only Marcelo Bielsa is missing, and, and we've got him in front, so we're very happy with that. But yeah, you're right. and. And it'd be very interesting to see mind games through the season, to see tactical changes, to see, you know, if, if Van Hal can can, you know, reproduce what he did in the World Cup in terms of changing games, halfway through them and, and things like that. And and see maybe if the, the three at the back will, will will come here as well and then if you know if he starts if, if United start playing that way, if if Rogers Maybe try again, you know. Well, Rock Pardew's tried
0: it. Uh, yeah. Harry Redknapp, by all accounts, is thinking about trying at it with yeah, Ferdinand right. as a sweeper. Well, I found
1: it really intriguing. <laughs> we haven't mentioned Man United at all. Okay. And Man How's come. He's made the final of the World Cup and.
0: and Semi final. Uh,
1: Semi final, sorry. Semi final of the World Cup. And what was clear of watching United was they look fitter. Now, whatever we say, he's immediately had an impact because what we've seen them on their tour of America, everyone, I was saying to Gary off air, I said, Rooney looked fitter than he did in the World Cup. <laughs> the World Cups, the ultimate aims mm. for getting yourself mm. in peak fitness. He's obviously trained very hard with United and come come to the start of the season in really good condition. And United as a team looked in great condition. So I think that's going to be a big plus. And I expect United to be a far different animal this year because sometimes you get amazing impact. People who walk in a door and do dramatic change very quickly. And it doesn't have to be big. It can sometimes be little subtle things, but certainly fitness is one thing. United, I felt in certain games last year, I questioned a lot of players' fitness, as in getting injured, not only just not being in great condition, but getting injured so easily. So I, I think United would be better.
0: We talked about momentum in terms of the the, the summers that Arsenal have, and Man City have had. The way that Van Hal the context to which in which Van Hal arrived at Man United, where he, he was... Th- this sort of this man with the Midas touch at the World Cup, everything he did, even when it was just telling his teams to hoof long balls towards Lassian and against Mexico, came off. He looked like this genius, and he's obviously a brilliant manager. He, his, his record speaks for itself. But there is a real positivity around him, and that that will help United, especially at the start of the season. And their start to the season is quite easy, Gareth
2: no absolutely and certainly the one occasion I met him he's got a great aura about him he comes across so confident so charming yeah. I mean, but he's still got a few little challenges he's still got the problem he's going to have to kind of how he plays the attacking players how Mata Van Persie and Rooney all play together they're still perhaps at the back you're still not quite sure maybe about yeah. them are they title yes. challenges?
1: no I think, I think defensively, a little bit yeah, I yeah, think the back. they'll have to be better I think, I'm I think, not sure we can go small in Jones uh, Johnny Evans
2: that really is going to They're be strong enough. Surely back he's going to buy a centre half.
1: Yeah, I'm be. sure he will, but I still think it's. But, not enough. They've that, lost three of their back four. I thought Wenger yeah. made
2: a good point about the centre back yesterday, and he said, "Well, Man United and Barcelona both wanted Vimalin, who, who you could argue is is not really where he was, and that tells you how desperate people are for a centre back this summer, and there aren't any." Mm. And they just aren't in oh, City about to buy one, aren't they? But they're just there are no Too many which, goalkeepers, not enough centre backs. That's his Gary and Jacob's actually, analysis of the well, transfer no. market. Well if you look at sort of Chelsea, so they probably have got three three decent ones, Ivanovic, Cahill and and Terry. And Zuma do. as well. And Zuma <coughs> who's gonna well. yeah, if he stays there unless he whether he goes on loan. But yeah, absolutely. So it's I, I mean, if United at the back are probably a little bit a little bit short, aren't they?
3: But if United adds Centre half, but also Vidal and Quadrado for example, to to, to you know fill the gaps in midfield and, and and as wing backs, then they look even stronger. And and mm. then you start thinking, well, actually they're probably title contenders. You know they can. Wenger said on Thursday again, you know, no one today can predict who's going to win it. It's mm. impossible. You've got five or six teams that can win it, and that's mm. that's the beauty. of it
0: Do you think that's true? Do you think that's 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 and a fair assessment or do you think that's Premier I think experience. he
3: knows that Chelsea are probably a, a bit ahead of everybody and that City because they won it last year and because they kept the same squad and added Mangala Caballero Fernando and, and Sania and Lampard for the first six months you know obviously a bit, but he surely I think he, he drew a lot of conclusions from last year like you said you know Liverpool could have won it Chelsea could have won it mm-hmm. City won it and, and it could be exactly the same this year with, with Arsenal as well and you know and the United as well uh, we, sh- I mean, we should probably mention Spurs uh, I mean, it feels like Spurs feel, it feels like it's sort of <laughs> four from seven for the
2: Champions League places isn't it if you yeah. include Everton and and Tottenham in it. Well, Everton have made a real statement uh, of intent uh, as well uh, spending 28 million quid. No one thought they were going to do that. Everyone thought they were going to, they were going to try and get the car could sign new contract, and get them loan. The fact that he went out and did it, which I thought was, yeah. You know, but they, but Martinez was talking about wanting six players this summer, so it'd be interesting now going to find he finds the other four or five that he needs. Well, they are loans. He, he's quite acute in the market though. He he knows he put loans here, loans abroad, and you know to fill up the squad. But that oh, was a big statement. Big Think, test for Everton because they yeah. played a
1: brand of football that was very attractive. We all teams know how to handle them a little bit better. Chelsea were poor against them last year at Goodison and found Everton so Mm -hmm. hard to play against. I think that will be a different scenario for them. So it's a a different season for Martinez because his, his team now... Are going to th- be watched and be they're going to be hunted because they know they're a good side to mm. play.
2: I think the one thing about Martinez is, that you, you, can he do any better than last year? That's the cool. question. Yeah, and and certainly Spurs obviously thought that, and Martínez thought that when they sort of had a little poke about him in the summer, could we get him to to take over at Spurs? They might. You know, can he then? Where can he go this year? He's got the Europa League to contend with, and perhaps not very much money. So that's an interesting question. And, and also, the- in defence for him, he's, he's he's a bit like a Wenger. He inherited a great defence. He's he's got test to come on how he kind of changes that over time, you know, as players get older.
3: And they've been so poor in friendlies in their preseason, which is incredible. Mm. I mean, even that defeat against was. They, they played so badly, you wonder if that will have an influence on the start of the season oh. or if they can just p- push it aside and thinking, well that was friendly, it, it doesn't really count and, and start this in. But remember last year they started with mm. a lot of draws as well and mm. the, the start was a bit wobbly mm. and then they got, they got it better but it be interesting stuff. Just so, very quickly, if you can nominate one player to shine or
0: one lesser team to surprise the league, who would it be?
3: I think it's a very big season for young English players and you think about Luke Shaw and Adam Lalana, can they make it at mm. the top club? You think about Sterling, can he make it in the Champions League? You know, is he, is he really good enough for that level? You think about Welsh and Oxford chamberlain it's a massive year for them mm. in their progress because that's, where, that's the season where they really have to establish themselves. You think about Joe Hart, we talked about him already. Mm. Ross Barkley, can he confirm? Can he, do, can he do even better? And I think it's a really key season for, for mm. England and for their young players. Mm.
1: Well, I think there's a lot of flair I think a lot of teams are going to have a lot of ability to win games by changing styles quickly and their their pace. And like we talked about uh, Sanchez uh, up front for Arsenal, could he play there? Will he play on the right? I'm looking forward to seeing Fabregas, like I touched on. I think there's so many players that we can look at and be adventurous in the way they play. And I think managers will try and win games more than... I think Chelsea the only one team I'd go, I'll tell you what, they ain't going to concede many. The rest of them, I'm not so sure. I think most of them
2: will. I think we can, we need to have our eyes on the on the second international break and how many managers might go there. I think Pardew might be an interesting case. It's, Ashley's given him some money this summer. Spent well, Newcastle. Spent well, but is he going to deliver? And he's under pressure there. Gary Monk at Swansea, mm. you know, you've got Allardyce. There's a, quite a few <laughs> little managers, Paul Lambert, uh, in a position there. You can't I think there's that second international break in October will be an interesting thing. Whether people have whether people survive or not. I mean, even even Tony Pritch as well as he's done at Palace. There's there's underlying friction there and about various sorts of transfers he gets. So red mm. as well. Red yeah. Absolutely, red yeah. completely. I just want to say so one
1: player that the left the striker that Newcastle bought from Montpellier. Kibet, 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 Kibet. Yeah. yeah, I saw him a couple of times last year and I, I thought he was something a little bit different, a bit of a raw yeah. diamond in a striker. Yeah, and I I don't know how we because it's, you know, you're thinking, well, Montpellier and they obviously got Giroud from there and the same. But he, he was a, a player that I thought could win games and yeah. change
3: things quite Very quickly. exciting players. He did yeah. well in, in some of the pre season games. You know, Good. he looked really, really sparkly, and and I think it, it could be him and Sim de Jong, I think, could work really well together. Sim de Jong is an excellent well, footballer. No. I
0: saw a lot of him. Accru- he struggled a bit last year for INACS, but the season before he was superb. Get run, Times his runs like Frank Lampard, times it runs late, late from deep. Really, really, really clever signing. I think Newcastle, Newcastle have done very well.
2: What do you one. make about Ben Arthur at uh, Newcastle, Julian? Oh, so we, we probably need a whole podcast to talk about
3: it. <laughs> uh,
2: Is he a strange lad, uh, uh, Julian? Because uh, he's so
1: much promise and he's an impact yeah.
3: player and change and wins games. Yeah, he's, I don't know where to start. He's, he's of, of all that eighty-seven generation we have, so Ben Arfa, Benzema, Najri, Menez, all those kind of guys, he's probably the most talented of them all. Yeah just not sure he has the mentality to go with it, the attitude to go with it, and he gets very impatient. And I think you see that during games and, and through the whole of a season where if he doesn't play enough, if he doesn't play where he wants, he can switch off a bit and that's a big problem. And, and I, I do think that Newcastle did not treat him the way he should have been treated. I have to say, I, I don't think Pardew has been has been fair to him in many ways. However, I don't think he's been fair to Newcastle either. So Mm -hmm. I I don't see much future for, for those two together. Well there
0: you go That has been the game Without Gabriele Marcotti Next week Julien Laurent will be Doing it on his own And the subject matter Will just be Hatem Ben Arthur What are
2: your predictions For the season Mr Rory
0: uh, There's no point In predictions for the season I was going to ask you Who's going to win the league But there's no point the transfer window not shut So you can't give give A, a proper answer oh, In oh, the same come way Come on In the same Rory, way My least favourite part Of the journalistic year is, is FA Cup third round weekend When the desk ring And say Can you tell us Who's going to win the cup What a pointless <laughs> prediction That is yeah. Does it oh. depends entirely on the draw. So exactly. no, we, we are not doing who's going to win the Premier League. And we'll do it the first week of September when the transfer window shut, which is yes. the best time to do it. That's it for this week. Many thanks to my guests, Tony Castorino, Gary Jacob and Julian Laurence. Uh, Times Plus members get exclusive football, rugby and cricket highlights free as part of your subscription. Uh, there is a £1 trial available. Or you can check out thetimes.co.uk, the perfect way to read our brilliant writing without worrying about getting ink on your hands. Uh, We'll be back next week with Gabriele Marcotti at the helm and hopefully slightly less chaos. Thanks for joining us. Your subscription to the Times and the Sunday Times now comes with access to every Barclays Premier League goal. Refresh your app, choose your team, accept notification and you're
2: away.